0: And you know, all the next words that come out of his mouth were, well, how does 500 sound? I mean, of course, I teared up right away and, like, was in shock and went, oh, my goodness. Like, you just changed a lot of things about Prairie Baseball Academy in, you know, one afternoon.
1: Welcome to episode 211 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It's banquet season around the Alberta baseball scene as teams and organizations look to gather, some for the first time since before the pandemic, and celebrate their successes while also doing a little fundraising. I've often mused on social media about an Alberta Dugout Stories world tour to get to see some familiar faces, and we thought this would be a great opportunity to do just that. Recently, Prairie Baseball Academy held its annual fundraiser banquet with about 250 people in attendance at the Sandman Signature in Lethbridge. It also featured the induction of three people into the PBA Hall of Fame, Les Caldwell, Natasha Boy Steering, and Les McTavish. Before they were inducted, head varsity coach Todd Hubka made a major announcement as PBA had received a $500,000 donation from Larry Nolan to help with upgrades to the Dogs facilities at Lloyd Nolan Park. Hubka is hitting lead-off on this week's podcast. $500,000. Walk us through... That meeting, first off, you had a great story to tell about yeah. uh, how that all played out
0: yeah, it was you know it was I was hoping to go out there and get like seventy five to a hundred thousand dollars from the Nolan family from larry and and you know which is a lot of money to start with, and I, we needed that to do our to turf our field was around that hundred thousand mark and um, so you know we went out there and you know I enjoyed hanging out with Larry and Mary Ellen and and had a couple coffees and some cookies and you know bs about the old times of PBA and all that spent about an hour with them and you know and then I, I knew I had to ask so you know I finally just said you know so Larry like what what are you thinking and he goes well what do you need and and uh I said well okay I you know I was thinking 100 to 150 somewhere in there and you know, the next words that come out of his mouth were, well, how does 500 sound? And, uh, I mean, of course, I teared up right away and, like, was in shock and went, oh, my goodness, like, you, you just, you know, changed a lot of things about Prairie Baseball Academy and, you know, one afternoon and, um, you know, the Nolan family has blessed us so much with what they've given us to the start of, you know, building Lloyd Nolan Yard uh, with a generous donation to do that and now another big donation like this is just going to continue to help us grow
1: what's that lump in the throat like when you hear him say that and as uh denny pointed out grabs his checkbook and starts writing the check like how are you not yelling at denny to start the car kind of thing yeah it
0: was it was funny because if you know larry like he's just a uh, very intelligent farmer that uh you know that runs his uh uh, he actually, he re, he's retired now, so he's passed it on to his, his brother-in-law and daughter. But, you know, very intelligent businessman that, uh, uh <laughs> just a great-natured guy. And, 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 it, like, and he's so funny because, like, it, it's, you know, it's, as the story goes, as Denny said, he was just, uh, you know, out comes a checkbook and his secretary was actually talking about something else. And it was, and, you know, him and his wife kind of started talking about the the five hundred thousand mark and you know i it's it's a funny story but i'm not going to talk about it but it, you know it basically said oh larry i larry came back with oh I, I have lots of money we're good and then you know he looked at his secretary and goes can i write a check for this amount?" and uh, the secretary said that, yes larry you're fine you have enough money in your bank account to write that check so it, it was it's just
1: awesome family so obviously you're looking to turf that infield. What does 500 grand do for you?
0: Yeah, you know what? Through, hopefully we'll, we're going to apply some, some, for some CFAP money and, and capital money from the, the city and hopefully turn that money into three times is what it is. And with that, we're going to be able to turf our infield and also we're going to start looking at um, expanding our indoor too for, for the whole baseball community in Lethbridge and Southern Alberta.
1: I know you've talked a lot about um, the other projects. You've got a, a laundry list of things that you'd like to get to. Talk about some of those things that you want to get to at some point. Like if there's a five-year plan or ten-year plan, what would you love to be able to do with that facility? Do you know the biggest thing is when
0: I when I took over the program from Coach Kubasa, um, I wanted players to be able to come to play college baseball and not have to pay a lot of money to do that. And I, I, I'm... You know, I'm, I'm not talking money here from the the other sense, but my goal is like three years ago talking to alumni is to keep growing the alumni to a point where uh, the the Prairie Baseball Academy will sustain alumni academy will sustain this program and kids don't have to play in this program anymore, and that's my goal. And that was my goal. Shoot, what? How long have I been doing this as a head coach now? 14 years or something like that. So. Um, That's been my goal, and hopefully we get there.
1: So um, i got a few years left before I can walk away, so we'll see how that goes. What's a night like this mean to you on a personal level? Like not just just the money factor but I mean even being able to come back from COVID you and I have talked about this before is it's been a rough couple of years like being able to to get the community back together and and celebrate the game and also celebrate what PBA has been able to accomplish over the last you know 20 some odd years. Yeah you
0: know what COVID kicked the crap out of a lot of people and um, it was draining mentally not being able to to play in games and Um, you know, we continued practicing and then, you know, getting shut down and starting up and shutting down, like, it it was just awful and, um, you know, last year we kind of had a banquet, but it was rushed at the end, you know, because we thought we have to get this thing going again, but it was nice to come back this year and have it on the weekend that we always do it on and, you know, induct some great people into our Hall of Fame and, you know, we had 240 people here tonight to celebrate uh, three wonderful people going into our Hall of Fame, so it was a great night. Uh, when you bring up those
1: three names, what comes to mind?
0: You know, I, for less, um, friendship, uh, one of my best friends, uh, hard worker, intelligent, fun to be around, fun to pick his brain. We pick each other's brain so much when we're talking baseball. Like every day we talk baseball. Um, you know, Natasha. Um, You know, she was probably a a big part of the turning point at the Lethbridge College with our program. Um, It wasn't really talked about tonight on how much she invested in our program on taking courses on NCAA and NAI on how to transfer kids and what classes transfer, which ones don't. And, um, you know, she still to this day knows more about it than I do. And, And, you know, and again, she's... A wonderful lady, she basically runs the university now, and um, I always enjoy spending time with her and heading over there and having a coffee with her at the university. And, of course, Les Caldwell is an old-school guy that, you know, our, our scholarships went from our golf scholarship weekend, right? Went from 10000 and and when Les took it over, it jumped like three times. And it's because of his... Uh, you know he didn't have a computer he didn't have a cell phone and he I I remember the sheets and sheets and sheets of paper of yeah I talked to that guy he's donating this and you know just his work ethic was unbelievable to grow our program and our to help with scholarship program with our with the golf tournament so like I said all three are typical blue collar PBA put your feet on the ground and get to work type people and And it shows, and I'm just so proud to induct them all into the Hall of Fame.
1: Todd, appreciate the time as
0: always. Thanks for joining us. Joe, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming and hope you come again.
1: Now to the aforementioned Hall of Fame. Les Callwell is a longtime supporter of the Prairie Baseball Academy. He became the lead organizer of their golf tournament, helping guide their fundraising efforts with his friendly face to face approach to potential donors. What started as a small event has led to thousands of dollars being raised over the years, including nearly 30,000 the last time the tournament was held with all money going to player scholarships. Unfortunately, Callwell was unable to attend the banquet but passed on his best wishes to everyone in attendance. Next up is Natasha Boyce-Deering. She has worked with PBA players at both Lethbridge College and the University of Lethbridge, now working at the U of L as the Executive Director of Strategic Enrollment Management and Registrar from advising students on which courses to take to building transfer relationships for players or giving a simple pep talk she was hailed at the event as someone who has been instrumental in helping students both on and off the field after her induction i had the chance to chat with Natasha for a few minutes first off when you think the term hall of fame what comes to mind thinking that your name's attached to that
2: that it 's madness that it 's the twilight zone that 's bonkers, and it makes absolutely no sense that i 'm in a hall of fame, absolutely no sense um, i especially with the prairie baseball academy like it 's a gift to me that I get to be able to work with them so it 's just really wild to me right now. What
1: was it about this program in your eyes that that attracted you to it because it's been it 's been a while you 've been involved with them it could have been pr- probably pretty easy to do something else, and yet you you seem to gravitate towards it.
2: Yeah. So I played ball uh, myself up until I was 20, Um, and so super passionate about the sport itself. Um, But really, I went into higher education because I believe in the value and the transformational nature of education. And with the Prairie Baseball Academy, it's never just been about the sport. It's always been you're a student first in student-athlete. And I thought that really made everybody rise to a higher bar in terms of their commitment. Um, If you were screwing around, you you were jeopardizing the reputation of all the other players that want to go stateside. And so I just was really inspired by their dedication to education as a vehicle to these goals.
1: From your standpoint, looking back on it, watching this program develop the way it has, what's it been like?
2: You look at the alumni that have come through this program, they're extraordinary. They're exceptional. They literally have jobs in every single field. I think back my first conversation with any wannabe PBA player or new PBA player was, we need to identify what your career goal is and your career goal can be baseball because it's a legitimate pathway with PBA or it can be affiliated to baseball or it can be something completely different. And it has run the gamut and they have been wildly successful in their pursuits. And so I just, I think nearly a thousand alumni is an extraordinary testament to the program.
1: When you think back on that initial conversation saying, hey, we think we're going to induct you into the Hall of Fame, what went through your mind?
2: Well, I did not. It did not go that way. They showed up at my office and I thought for sure, they were trying to pitch me a new tournament or a new sponsorship idea or a scholarship or and um when they sat there and said, "Oh, so by the way, we think we're going to not not we think we're going to induct you into the Hall of fame," and I literally fell underneath my desk. Um, I was shook. I did not believe them at all <laughs> so and there's so many people that have made such extraordinary contributions to this program and I can I'm not lying when I say that I feel like it's a privilege so it almost feels really weird to induct me into a hall of fame for something that I love so much.
1: Talk a little about Todd mentioned it was the idea that you've you've really be kind of taken it upon yourself to know the game and know the paths that people can take. And, and really, they, he said that you know the systems better than he does. Um, what's it mean to you to be sort of the apple of the eye of, of the organization as well in, in that they really look upon you to be a game changer for them?
2: Well, that's going to make me cry. That kind of quest is going to make me cry. Um, I guess I would say that my expertise is higher education. And so if I push down the emotions about how lovely that is, that is my expertise. I've been in this industry for over 20 years, and this is what I do day in and day out. Um, And their expertise is baseball, and that's what they do day in and day out. And so it's a meeting of the two together to ensure the greatest student success.
1: Final question for you. What's it meant to you to have been a part of this and to see the the program grow, but also to be a a part of, of that growth?
2: I keep going back to a gift, a privilege. It's my own student experience was transformational for me. And so to see that on an exponential level for some of these players who go on to extraordinary opportunity in the States or, but even the guys here who would just learn how to stand on their own two feet and negotiate their way in the world, um, it's it's a gift to be part of that it's a gift to be able to watch them go through that and go through that journey and so yeah I'm just always grateful for that.
1: Natasha congratulations and thanks so much for joining us.
2: Uh, thank you.
1: Last up is Les McTavish. Well known as the head coach at Vauxhall Academy, McTavish is a PBA alumni, suiting up during the first season in 1995-96. He became the first PBA player to receive a US scholarship, eventually coming back to coach with the program. As many already know, he has a lengthy and impressive resume in the coaching world. And despite claims that he wouldn't do it, he still got emotional talking about the influence of his parents, wife, and children. We took a few minutes after his address to talk about the honor. When you think Hall of Fame, Les McTavish, in the same sentence, what comes to mind?
3: Uh, you know, you're humbled and honored, and and uh, it makes you reminisce a little bit, and um, you know, you're grateful to the alumni committee and and for what PBAs did for all of us. And uh, I guess to end, probably the biggest thing is to be honored.
1: What's PBA mean to you? <laughs> oh, great question.
3: Um, to me, it's. Probably the biggest thing is it's the beginning. It's the start. and it's a start for, It was the start of my career. It's where I met my wife. It's where my roots are now is in Letbridge. If it wasn't for PBA, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I think PBA doesn't only mean that to me, but it means probably very similar to the 54 boys that were in the room tonight as well.
1: One of the things I took away from your speech was there's a lot that's happened to PBA over the course of the last 20 some odd years now. There's been... Uh, some trials, tribulations, positives, negatives And you started from the bottom, now you're here Kind of thing Walk us through what it's like from your standpoint To see the transformation of this program To the point that it is today
3: It, it It's incredible, it really is And and there was, there was a lot of people early on That that uh, laid the groundwork And did so many And had so many cool, sacri- crazy sacrifices Financially, with time, effort and, and money to make it where it is today And then as it went forward when the transition went from Kubi over to Hub, you know, it's kind of went to the next level and it's, it's uh, you know, they they, they never seem like they're stale. You know, they always want to do the next thing. They want to continue to keep growing, try to be creative, think outside the box. Um, I remember when, when we started our baseball program in Vauxhall in 2006, Hub was worried at that time that the baseball academies were going to take away, or our baseball academy was going to take away from PBA. Now there's 12 of them in Alberta, and they continue to be in uh, creative, uh, innovative in how they go about their process, and it's, you know, it's admirable, and, and uh, I'm proud to say I'm an alumnus, and I guess now I'm proud to say I'm, I'm part of their Hall of Fame.
1: Walk us through the idea that, we, Todd mentioned it a couple of times, it's just the the, the trials and tribulations, especially the last couple of years, to be able to come back and, and be as strong, come back and have a room like this and be able to recognize, you know, three Hall of Famers, for example. I mean, being able to come back and, and really bring the community together is probably a really big piece of of what the success of this program has been.
3: Yeah, it, it is. You know, I think we all, it, it doesn't matter what line of work you're in. COVID took a lot out of all of us. And, you know, you're you're worried that people won't be back tonight. You know, or they forgot about it, or they don't want to be as supportive. And you know, I think the crowd they had tonight, the auction items they had tonight, uh, the event top to bottom was first class. And and uh, you know, it's kind of got the small town feel, but at the same time, kind of a big time atmosphere, if that makes sense. And um, yeah, it's but it doesn't go. It starts with the coaches and it ends with the players. And uh, this program, the Prairie Baseball Academy, has great coaches and. I continue to attract very great players, and um, yeah, I'm just again, it's it's fun to, I, it's it's neat because I talk to Todd every, every single day, and so we talk about his players, we talk about my players. I just do not feel like I'm part of their staff at times, even though I don't get to go to practice every day. So,
1: what's it like from your standpoint to be able to make a difference in a player's career? I mean, this this program made a difference in your your career. But obviously for these kids, whether they're going into baseball or whether they're going to try something else, to be able to make that difference in a player's uh, future has got to be something really special.
3: Yeah, you don't really realize maybe at the time sometimes is the impact. Um, you know, I, I start, I'm starting to understand that more and more as you get older and your kids have went through programs. Um, you start to appreciate what coaches do. You know I still think a coach or or teacher for that matter have as big influence sometimes bigger than parents at times right and they can make an immediate impact and and sometimes really help carve a path or help somebody go left or right if that makes sense and um, you know you never really know what type of impact you are because sometimes you think geez I was too hard on somebody or maybe I was a little soft on somebody and you just hope you leave an impression, right? And at the end of the day, um, you want a player to look back and go, geez, I'm proud that I got to play under this, this coach. And, um, you know, if you can leave that impact with kids, I think
1: you did your job. Final question for you. Looking out at those 54 guys in there, what would be your number one piece of advice for them if they, were, or even for those kids who are looking to get into PBA down the road? What what would you want to instill upon them to get the most out of the the opportunity here?
3: Uh, the biggest thing for me is enjoy enjoy each day for what it is. You know, I think too many times we all do this. We all look too far ahead, and we try to we try to make things bigger than what it is. How about enjoy the moment? You know, and we had a Landon Barasa who's playing some independent baseball was out working with our pitchers. Came in through a bullpen and talked to our pitchers the other day. And he said, the most important pitch is your next pitch, and and sometimes if we can simplify things and make it as small as we possibly can, and enjoy each moment for what that moment is, I think we all lose sight of that at times. And for the guys that are in the room there, you know, they get the opportunity to go on a bus, and I can get I can tell you this, and I can guarantee you this: for every coach that was in the room there, that got opportunity to play at the college level, I would go back to that time. I wouldn't replace anything I've ever been, did right now, but I would love to go back and try to do it over again. And just to say, hey, I get to ride the bus one more time and get the butterflies and and get the excitement just to smell the grass, smell the pine tar and have the sun on your face and um, just enjoy it, you know, because it, it doesn't last forever and it goes by real, real quick. And, and it seems like it was yesterday I, I was back in that room.
1: Les, again, congratulations on the Hall of Fame and thanks so much for joining us again.
3: Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, yeah, thanks for all you do for baseball in this province. And um, it's making a difference. I really mean that.
1: Thanks again to Todd Hubka, Natasha Boy Steering, and Les McTavish for joining us this week. And thanks to the Prairie Baseball Academy for inviting us to their banquet. We hope to head to a few more events like that in the weeks ahead. A big thanks as well to all of you for downloading and listening. And a tip of the cap to our Platinum supporters, the Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy, for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. Their generosity is greatly appreciated as we aim to tell even more stories of this great game in our province. Until next time, thank you for all your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.